Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. County in Maryland over by Annapolis Junction affecting both sides of the uh, to be of the BW Parkway north of 32 cleared out of the roadways uh, now just sitting over on the shoulders but the travel lanes are open no major lingering delays and with good news there's always bad news and that is that the snow Veronica has been talking about now moving in to the district coming in from the Westing and out in Haymarket and Centerville uh, all along the 66 corridor either side starting to see some of the snow heavy at times moving in also seeing some of the snow up and down down uh, 28 over by Dulles International and also the Leesburg Pike seeing some snow moving in as well. So not only do we have the rain and the road spray and the fog, now we're dealing with the snow moving in. So the advice is if you do not have to go out, don't. It's a very bad ride all around the DMV with a mixed bag of wintry conditions. If you do have to go out, be extremely careful. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. The potential for some slick patches on area roads this morning, so you'll want to take it easy, take it slow, budget extra time to get to where you need to go safely. We do have rain out there right now, but it is uh, showing signs of a little bit of a snow that will start mixing in around 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, and then between 6 o'clock this morning and 10 a.m., it's a burst of snow. A few short hours, this system flies through here, north and west of D.C., for Howard, for Montgomery, for Loudoun, for Fauquier County. It could be between 1 and 4 inches of snow. No fall. We have temperatures rising into the 40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 43 degrees and holding at our nation's capital at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Tuesday morning, February 13th. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up this morning on WTLP, weather topping the news. Wintry mix starting to roll into the region now. Some schools are changing their plans. We've got the list for you. There's powerful new opposition in Richmond to building a sports arena in Alexandria. I'm Dick Iuliano. D.C.'s mayor fighting hard to stop the Cats and Wizards from leaving the city. This is Kyle Cooper. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Storm warnings are up across the northeast and New England, where heavy snow could fall today, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. Now, initially, temperatures will be mild, and a lot of us will start off as some rain here along the I-95 corridor, but then quickly go over to snow. There'll be a brief period, morning and early afternoon, where the snowfall rates will be very intense. But by the evening, everything is gone, so it's a very quick shot, but a very intense shot. We've learned more about a shooting at television pastor Joel Osteen's megachurch. Houston police believe anti May have played a role in the shooting Sunday afternoon at Lakewood Church. Commander Christopher Hassig says 36-year-old Hispanic female Genesee Moreno had a Palestine sticker on the AR-15 she used upon entering the church. After she was shot and killed by off-duty officers, they also found anti-Semitic writings. We do believe that there was a familial dispute that has taken place between her ex-husband and her ex-husband's family, and some of those individuals are Jewish. Moreno also had a history of mental illness. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Moreno's seven-year-old son was shot in the head and is said to be clinging to life. Some women suffer heart problems after they give birth and need treatment for months afterward. CBS News medical contributor, Dr. Celine Gounder. More states are now extending Medicaid coverage after delivery from just six weeks to one year after delivery. And this will make it possible for a lot more women to seek health care 
during this critical period. The yeas are 66, the nays are 33. The amendment is agreed to. The Senate is moving ahead with a $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, but the bill may not go anywhere when it gets to the House. Former President Trump has asked the Supreme Court to block a federal appellate court panel's ruling that he cannot claim immunity to criminal prosecution for what he did during the presidency. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. The Supreme Court ruled years after the Nixon administration that a former president is immune from civil liability. The court reasoned that without immunity, there would be endless lawsuits seeking money damages for matters that the president wasn't even involved in. Donald Trump is arguing that the same ruling should apply to criminal prosecutions. Trump's been criminally charged with plotting to illegally overturn his 2020 election loss to Joe Biden. Shipwreck hunters have discovered the remains of a merchant ship that sank in Lake Superior in 1940 during a storm off Michigan's Upper Peninsula. The 244-foot ship was fully loaded with wheat and headed to Ontario when it sank on May 1, 1940. The crew survived. The captain went down with the ship. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's get the right button. WTOP at 303. Tuesday morning, February 13th. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, rain mixes with snow. Starting to roll in the region this morning. Blustery winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour. Veronica said the high should hold in the 40s. We're 43 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Tuesday morning ride. Baby, it's cold outside. Well, as we say here at WTOP, rain is expected to turn into a wintry mix later this morning. Somewhere close to 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, you'll see more of it in parts of the area. And it could complicate that morning commute. We've got uh, areas like Howard County, Montgomery County, Loudoun County, Fokker County, all under a winter weather advisory on out towards spots like Cumberland, where there could be as much as four inches of snow. But generally, just north and west, about one to four inches of snow expected mainly on grassy areas. That is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson on WTOP. She says the wintry precip could stick to roads if the temps fall quickly enough. We will keep you updated on your weather alert station here on WTOP with traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Now, we've heard from some school systems thus far because of the impending weather in our region changing their schedules for today, this Tuesday, February 13th. Now, here's what we know so far this morning. Loudoun County Public Schools will be closed today, Tuesday. And we've heard that under a two-hour delay are the following. Fairfax County, Fauquier County, Clark County, and Frederick County Public Schools in Virginia, all two hours late. Keep it here on WTOP. Your weather alert station will bring you the very latest. Meantime, as we get new information, it's updated a click away at WTOP.com. WTOP at 304 Tuesday. Turning on to the latest on efforts this morning to build that new arena for the Caps and Wiz locally in Alexandria, Virginia. There is new stiff opposition apparently in Virginia's General Assembly as the state Senate bill that would have pushed the plan forward has apparently been tabled this week. Still, Monumental Sports, which owns the team, says it is 100% focused on moving them out of the district and into Potomac Yard. Senate Democrat Louise Lucas, chair of the Finance Committee, has denounced the plan to build a $2 billion sports arena in the Potomac Yard neighborhood. If the project's revenues are insufficient to cover the debt, 
taxpayers are on the hook to bail out this project. But Monica Dixon of Monumental Sports says she expects the Virginia House to approve the first step in the arena plan and looks forward to working with Senator Lucas and other members of the Senate. We're eager to talk with her, the committee, and all the legislators in the Senate uh, to make sure they have all the information they need. Dixon says the project will benefit Alexandria and the entire Commonwealth. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meantime, at 3.06, D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser sounding off, vowing to take any action necessary to keep Monumental and its teams at Capital One Arena through the end of the lease, which is 2047. Monumental insists it has the right to pay off the bond connected to the teams playing at Capital One and leave in 2027. Mayor Muriel Bowser says not so fast. I, I will say I have no intention of paying off the bonds early. Asked if the city can refuse to pay off the bonds, even if Monumental pays what it owes, the mayor said she couldn't comment on the city's legal strategy. Monumental also says it will ask the city to extend the Caps and Wizards playing through 2027 at Capital Capital One, and we'll pay $75 million for that. We've reached out to the mayor for comment on that. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP Tuesday morning at 3.06. In other news, a mother whose toddler was killed in a shooting in the Langley Park area of Prince George's County just last week is speaking out now. She's telling Telemundo 44 she was, at the time, pushing her son in a stroller that day when groups of people started firing gunshots on and Kanawa Street, she and her toddler were both shot. I believe that we were at the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's how we lost our son. Her identity is being protected this morning because she is a crime victim and witness in the case. The two-year-old's mother says her son was full of joy and love. A GoFundMe has been set up for those who want to help out with funeral expenses. You can read more. Click away at WTLP.com. In the meantime, the two suspects making their first court appearance on Monday this week. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us this hour they're being ordered held without bond. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy is vowing to get justice for the mother of a two-year-old who was shot and killed last week. But this is a very sad case. It just is. A two-year-old innocent child is dead. Here in court this afternoon, Brave Boy's office said one of the suspects, Johnny Tercios, was on probation after a robbery but still had a gun. Sounds like he was on probation. He violated the terms of his probation. He and Israel Fuentes Jr. are being held without bond. Charging documents say a carjacked Ford connected to the incident had an AK-47 which matched the casings near the scene. As for motive, attorney Giovanna Miller says, We believe that they were caught in crossfires uh, based on accounts given by the witnesses. In Upper Marlboro, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Police are still this morning, Tuesday, looking for the other suspects connected to the case. That Tuesday morning, it's February 13th. Glad you're with us to start your day. 308 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, traffic's first. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dave. We're going to start in Anne Arundel County with that crash affecting the BW Parkway north of 32. Finally clear. They took away the left lane on the southbound side just for vehicle removal. They have now finished that. Now all lanes and all shoulders are now open both sides of 295 between the two beltways. However, in Virginia, west of the beltway, starting to see that wintry mix move into the area. Lots of snow showers taking a look at the intersection of 28 at Route 50 in Chantilly, seeing some heavy snow along there. Also, 
areas of 66 in uh, Haymarket or Centerville heading into Manassas Bull Run. We're seeing a lot of snow. Uh, Virginia 7 and Sterling and Chantilly are also seeing uh, up and down the 95 corridor between the Occoquan heading down to Quantico Triangle. Also seeing some snow showers in places. And if you don't have snow right now, you've got rain. And with that rain, lots of road spray, uh, very slippery conditions looks like. And keep in mind that the bridges, overpasses, elevated roadways, they all freeze first. So be very, very careful as you make your way around. If uh, this time of the morning you usually go out, don't. Stay under the covers and be comfortable because it's a bad ride out there. And if you do have to, unavoidable, be very, very careful out there. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Wet wintry then windy today we've got wet weather out there right now we will have wintry weather showing up around five six o'clock when that rain starts mixing in with some snow and a burst of snow from six o'clock in the morning here until 10 a.m and then it's going to get windy with gusts around 30 miles per hour making it feel much colder but areas north and west of dc could pick up a quick one to four inches of snowfall mainly on grassy areas temperatures today in the 40s wind chills in the 30s i'm seven news chief meteorologist ronica johnson in the first alert weather center Around the region right now, we're at 41 DuPont Circle, Germantown, Annandale 43 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this early morning in the 3 a.m. hour on TOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Capital One is closing six more branches in the D.C. area. It has closed dozens in the last year. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos sold $2 billion in Amazon stock last week, his first stock sale in more than two years. Homes for sale in the D.C. area are selling in an average of 20 days. That's 10 days faster than a year ago. They're selling the fastest in Loudoun County. The Dow closed in another record Monday, up 126 points. The S&P 500 lost five. The Nasdaq down 48. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian stocks mainly high, higher this morning, with the exception of the Hang Seng, which is down 132 points. Elsewhere higher. Shanghai is up 36 this morning. The Kospi is up almost 30 points. The Nikkei is up 1,066. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. The latest on Donald Trump and what he's up to coming up next on WTOP. It's 311. Good morning. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Get a free short stack at IHOP on National Pancake Day, February 13th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And celebrate IHOP's month of giving by donating to Feeding America and the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society only at IHOP. One free short stack per guest. Dine-in only. Other restrictions apply. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington, We recently observed the annual World Day of the Sick, established by St. John Paul II, to urge people to pray for individuals who are ill as well as their caregivers. There are patients in overcrowded hospitals, our elderly brothers and sisters in nursing homes, and those in hospice care. They desperately need our prayers and spiritual support. We are also called to pray for the doctors, physician assistants, nurses, healthcare professionals, and family members who fight fatigue on a daily basis, burdened but never defeated, in service and commitment to those for whom they show an unwavering compassion. 
May we pray for those struggling with illness and ask God to bless them in body, soul, and spirit and to give strength and perseverance to their caregivers as they continue to reflect His healing love to others. Tuesday morning, February 13th. Thanks for starting your very early morning with us here at TOP. If you're just joining us, rain is beginning to mix with some snow now this hour. should be heavier as we head towards daybreak around 5 to 6, according to Veronica Blustery. And the winds will gust at sometimes 30 miles per hour. We're at 43 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome, and it's 313 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. President Donald J. Trump is turning to the Supreme Court this week to weigh in on his claim of absolute immunity from prosecution. The filing by the president's lawyers this week comes a week after a federal appeals court here in D.C. rejected his arguments then of presidential immunity in his federal election interference case. This Tuesday morning, Perry Stein, who covers the Justice Department for The Washington Post, also co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter, joins WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with the latest for us. There's a lot going on this week. So Trump did file. It wasn't an official appeal. It was basically asking to keep the for the Supreme Court to pause the proceedings in the lower court. And while they kind of file their more formal appeal and they said that if they don't, this would radically alter the election. So are they looking for the full appeals court to weigh in or are they going right to the high bench? What what does Donald Trump want to come out of this? That's a good question. They're going straight to the Supreme Court and that's kind of because the way the appeals court, when they shot down his appeal and said, hey, no, presidential immunity does not mean you can't be prosecuted in this case. They kind of tied his hands a bit and said, you need to reply to the Supreme Court by today, meaning by Monday, if you or else the case will basically unpause, meaning the pretrial proceedings will go on in the actual court. So he went straight to the Supreme Court to ask them to continue the pause on the lower court proceedings. Catherine Herridge of CBS News is kind enough to join us uh, each week. And last week, she suggested from her sources that the Supreme Court may not even take this up. I don't, I don't want to ask the same question of you because we just don't know. But can can we at least discuss whether that is the, the buzz right now, the discussion that the justices may have no interest in this case. Yeah, there's certainly buzz about that. I Again, I can't predict it. We know that the appeals court ruled, the three people ruled unanimously, which means there was no dissent, no kind of holes in their argument that, you know, that are make it easier to appeal. So the Supreme Court, or to take up an appeal, so the Supreme Court does have that option to say, hey, we don't want to touch this. The appeals court is the final ruling on this. Got it. What about in Georgia? There's a hearing in a couple of days. Oh, my God. Is there ever? So there is a hearing in a couple of days to discuss whether to like look into this alleged improper relationship between Fonnie Willis and one of the top prosecutors she hired and brought on to this case. So it's looking at these allegations that you know, the case should be dismissed because of this improper relationship t- tainted the prosecution. So we've got that. We've got Fonnie Willison. See whether she has to testify there. And then let's circle back to New York. Aren't we waiting for the judge there? Yeah, another case. So there's a hearing on Thursday, the same day as Georgia. And what we should get there is clarity as if the case right now, right, the case has been scheduled for the end of March. And the judge has kind of been pretty silent as that, as presumably he's been waiting to see how the 
the other cases play out. So we may very well find out on Thursday that the New York case is the first to go to trial. So the first trial to try a former president may be in New York. That's Perry Stein, who covers the Justice Department for The Washington Post and is also co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter, talking with Artemitri Sosa. Look at some of the top stories we're following for you on WTLP. President Biden says the U.S. is pushing for a six-week pause in the fighting between Israel and Hamas in Gaza. The House Speaker cast doubt this morning on Ukraine, Israel, and the aid package that includes Taiwan as senators grind toward a final vote here. A shooter enters a Texas megachurch with her young son using an AR-style rifle in the attack. A difficult driving, closed schools, canceled flights, what to expect from a northeast storm that is moving in our direction. We'll let you know what coming our way. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Good Tuesday morning, February 13th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, over to Ken Berger first with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. And that wintry weather you mentioned is definitely heading our way, coming in from uh, the west to the Beltway in Virginia, seeing lots of it in areas. Uh, t- took a look at uh, 28 uh, Sully Road over by Frying Pan Road. So just a very bad driving conditions over by Dallas International Airport, and that's just one area. So, again, if you're out and about west of the Beltway, be prepared for snow, sleet, freezing rain, all the goodies associated with the winter weather pattern. Again, be very, very careful as you make your way around. Also seeing some snow up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia, especially right around the Occoquan near Dale Boulevard, uh, seeing some snow showers there. So all lanes are open. There are no reported accidents anywhere in Virginia. Just be very careful as you make your way around. Now, not seeing any uh, snowstorms or snow showers in Maryland doesn't mean there's not treacherous conditions here and there because of the ongoing rain, lots of road spray, fog, especially on the Beltway, also at the bridges, the Legion Bridge, the Wilson Bridge, and also at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. All I can say is, and can't say it enough, be very, very careful out there. Uh, keep the low beam headlights on. Allow yourself a lot of following distance and be careful. Arrive safely. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve. And it always pay no fee unless your case is won. Visit GB, GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP this early Tuesday morning. Police and human services dc's latest crime-fighting strategy blends both at local hubs i'm kate ryan rain continues to fall across the area but starting at around five six o'clock chance for some snow to start mixing in and then a burst of snow between six o'clock this morning here and 10 a.m and we could get a quick one to four inches north and west of dc mainly on grassy areas but there is a chance for some slick patches on area roads could cause some travel delays in areas like around frederick maryland and hagerstown could get a little more just over three inches with accumulation on grassy areas gusty winds today. Wind chills in the 30s with the actual air temperature rising into the upper 40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're looking at 41 degrees to Pond Circle, 41 Germantown, 41 Annandale. You're waking up to 43 degrees in 
our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTOP in the 3 a.m. hour by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. It's 321. Good morning. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans... Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome in. Thanks for starting your day with us on this February 13th. If you're just joining us, you're waking up to 43 degrees in our nation's capital. Glad you're in with us. Time now is 322 in the morning on WTOP. This is WTOP News. One person is dead. Five others hurt after a shooting inside a New York City subway during the start of the commute on Monday in the afternoon. New York City police say this morning a gunfire broke out just after 430 Monday afternoon at a station in the Bronx following a dispute, apparently between two groups of teens. People started running off the train onto the platform and more shots were fired while on the platform, and that's when uh, and where our victims were shot. That was NYPD Chief and Transit Manager Michael Kemper this morning. Four men, two women were taken to the hospital in this incident. Their ages range from 14 to 71. Police say some of the victims were possibly involved in the dispute. Others were waiting for the train. A suspect has not yet been identified in that case. PC's mayor focusing on rising crime in the city. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports Tuesday morning. The mayor has introduced the first of a series of hubs that provide more policing and human services. We not only want people to be safe, but feel safe. D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser introduced the new Safe Commercial Corridor Hub in Chinatown, where residents can connect with police and the Departments of Behavioral Health and Human Services. Now, the hub opens less than one block from a Walgreens where a robbery suspect was shot Sunday night, Police Chief Pamela Smith. We have been working with the FBI on this particular, these particular robberies that have occurred here in Walgreens since July. Smith said the suspect who was critically injured is linked to seven robberies at the very same Walgreens. Bowser said there will be added police presence near the hubs, with two more being added in the spring. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Let's talk transportation on WTOP Tuesday morning. Muto Metro was trying to keep running despite a $750 million budget gap these days. Arrangements are being made with D.C., Maryland, and Virginia to pay the money that it'll take to fix this, but they're also demanding some fair increases, budget cuts, and belt tightening. WMATA wants to hear from you directly about service and possible service cuts and layoffs and how it would affect you. You can use Metro's online survey tool that's provided at their website or sign up. We're told for a an in-person or virtual public hearing, all comments must be in by Tuesday, March 5th at 5 p.m. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunizations.